What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host, Dylan, today. And right now, I'm just hanging out in downtown Muskegon. Uh, I was at Planet Fitness, and I tried to do this, but there's like a whole highway right there and it's super loud and I know that's probably annoying for you guys but uh yeah I uh I just really have been feeling like making a podcast uh it's but things that just kept coming up and I couldn't well I could have but you know things came up and I I just put this off to the side kind of but uh I really do feel like really good when I make these podcasts, uh, you know, I feel like I'm, uh, I don't know, I guess serving my purpose, or whatever you want to call it, um, so yeah, I'm making one today, but, um, I just, I guess I want to give a couple experiences before I dive into, like, the topics or whatever, uh, some experiences I had over the Memorial Day weekend, uh, I really felt in tune with, uh, with myself, and I felt very confident in my manifesting abilities, um, so I'll, I'll just give a couple examples, so I went to the carnival that they were putting on over in Fruitport, uh, for the Memorial Day weekend, and I went with the, I didn't really set any expectations, but I set an intention to, uh, enjoy myself a lot there and to, uh, you know, have fun with or without anybody or anything. Uh, I just basically set the intention that this is going to be a very good weekend and, all of my needs will be met, uh, and, you know, just kind of trusting in the, the good, trusting that everything is working out for me, uh, miraculously, and so I went to this carnival, and I, I kind of started worrying about, uh, spending money, uh, at this carnival, I was like, man, tickets are, expensive uh, wristbands expensive and I caught myself thinking that right away so I shut that down and I just trusted that I'd be able to ride the rides that I want to ride uh and you know I didn't I didn't think of getting tickets or uh getting wristbands or whatever I just simply uh imagined myself on the rides and kind of felt the enjoyment that I would have if I were on those rides um so basically i kind of created a mental scene where i was riding the rides and i believed it i believed in that in the reality of that mental imagery uh you know i kind of identified with that person in imagination that was riding those rides um and I I get to the carnival, and I shit you not, like, within the first two minutes of being there, this guy is walking out, and he's like, hey, man, you want some tickets? Uh, and he handed me about 15 tickets. 
which would have been like $15, and that's, that, it was stupid, because this year they, they started charging like four to six tickets per ride, which is like kind of ridiculous, uh, but you know, it's the carnival, you have to pay the price if you want to get on the ride, you have to whatever, I mean, I didn't, I, because that's just how I do things, I make my own rules, but, um, yeah, I, I got those tickets right away, and then I kind of, like, I went there by myself, but I imagined myself just kind of feeling like there's, like, I had a lot of people, and that I was seeing a lot of people I knew, and, uh, you know, I kind of just knew that I would see a lot of people I know. Uh, and this happened. Uh, literally, like, it was like somebody would call my name. I'd go over and talk to them. And halfway through our conversation, someone else would be trying to get my attention. Uh, and... You know, there were, I went there all weekend, but most of the time I went by myself and I'd leave with a group of like five, ten people. Um, and I know for a fact that if I felt lonely, if I felt like there wasn't anybody worth seeing there, I wouldn't have saw anybody I knew. Plain and simple. Um. And then I ended up, it was kind of like a mix match of these manifestations. Uh, this person I knew, who was actually the janitor at my work, shout out to Dwayne. Um, he, I saw him and I was like, Dwayne, what is up? And uh, we talked for a minute and he, we parted ways and then I bumped into him again and he's like, oh, just the person I was looking for. I forgot to give you these tickets. And he gave me about 10 tickets. Uh, and then I turn around and walk for about five minutes. And I found a wristband on the ground, uh, which means unlimited rides. I found a wristband and I just kind of tied it on my wrist and I, I was riding rides all day. Um, and it, it, it was just not... It felt so natural. It felt like it would have happened anyway. But I know for a fact that if I didn't put myself in that position in imagination, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, and it's it's so beautiful. And so there was another day. I believe it was Sunday. I woke up and I kind of just... I, I wanted food at some point in the day. I didn't want to pay for it. So I just imagined myself eating the food I wanted and feeling grateful that I I didn't have to pay for it. Um, and then I also wanted to go out to the beach and go swimming. And then I also wanted to do some magic mushrooms, uh, which, I mean, I don't, I don't like taking a lot. I really only, like, microdosed them, but I still wanted to. And then I wanted to go back out to the carnival. And so my friend messages me, and he's like, Hey, man, what you doing today? And uh, I was like, Well, I was planning on going out to the beach. And he's like, Sweet, I'll come with. Uh, so 
I checked that off my list, going to the beach. Uh, and we get to the beach, hang out, and we go swimming. And that was my second thing checked off the list. Uh, which my friend, I he was a little hesitant about swimming uh, because the water was cold, but I like my cold water. Um, so we went swimming anyway, and then we go back to the parking lot, and he's like, uh, I had a couple things I had to do after that, but he said, uh, hey man, if, uh, if you want, we can go to the carnival later, and if you pick me up, I'll give you gas money and buy you food. And I was like, oh shit, there we go. Two more things checked off my list, going to the carnival and getting some free food. Um, and then I went to go pick him up, and he's like, hey, man, you also want to uh, take a couple little shrooms? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, so, yeah, then we, we took the shrooms, got dinner, and went out to uh, the carnival, had a jolly old time, uh, and the day was just perfectly manifested and uh yeah so I guess that those are the experiences I wanted to talk about there were a lot more as well there were a lot of you know things that that manifested for me but uh you know it's just it's not a coincidence it's really not um but anyway I guess what I'm want to get into today um I guess I want to talk about how everything happens for you and not to you. Uh, You know, this whole experience is really yours and it happens for you. Um, Now we can kind of, man, why do people got to rev up their motorcycles, dude? Like that, cool for you, you got a motorcycle, but put a silencer on that or something, dude. But anyway, if you really get down to thinking about it, um, the observer and the observed are one. Uh, you know, this is kind of where that one saying, uh, if a tree falls in the in the woods uh, and no one is there to hear it, does it make a sound? And my answer is no, it doesn't. Uh, it may make a vibration, uh, but really consciousness is what turns that vibration into a sound you know there has to be an observer there uh for that sound to be there uh and i i 100 believe it's the same with visual things anything uh anything that exists uh it exists for the observer to observe it that's the only purpose it has. Uh, and without the observer, that thing just would not exist. Uh, and we can look at the observer effect as well, uh, which basically, I, I've talked about it before, but again, uh, basically when when there's not a conscious observer watching something, uh, that something is just an infinite wave of light. It could be anything. But upon conscious observation uh the observer actually uh collapses those light waves and turns them into solid particles uh and so basically 
basically think of it like when you're not looking at something, it's just a bunch of flowing liquid light. Uh, and when you look at it, it crystallizes into... It, it turns from formless to formed uh, based on your your expectation you know what do you know is there um, and so yeah the the observer and the observed are one so uh, basically the observer is the cause and the observed is the effect uh, so you know, the things you observe in life are a direct effect of your being, your your life, really. Uh, basically, think of it like the entire world that you're observing is an effect of you existing. Um, because, you know, if we separated the observer from the observed, then... Uh, you know, what is the point of the observed? Uh, what, is, what is the, you know, what what purpose would it really have if uh, there was no observer to, to observe it? Um, you know, because it, it literally would not exist. It literally would not exist. And uh, you could say otherwise, but this is what I've come to a conclusion through, uh, based on my personal experience. Uh, and so basically, what I've come to realize is that everything is happening just for me. Everything in my life is happening just for me. Every little detail about it, it's happening for me. And what I've realized through that is that it's all, it's all love. It's all love. Even the most awful, horrible things, uh, these, these things we're observing are trying to uh, tell us what we have done with our creative power, which is imagination. Uh, so basically, let's turn inward. Let's turn inward here uh, and go to consciousness. Uh so I am a firm believer that consciousness is the only reality uh, because, you know, if you really sit down and think about it, you haven't experienced anything outside of consciousness. Uh, you know, this whole thing that you're experiencing right now, you know, the things you're hearing are registered in consciousness. The things you're seeing are registered in consciousness. There is not a single experience that you have had there's not anything that you can call real that consciousness has not been involved in. Um, and so if we take that, if we take that and we can believe it, then we can turn to consciousness for all of our answers. All, all the questions we have, we can go within and go into consciousness uh, to resolve problems and, and change things. Um and so basically, if we go in consciousness, we look we look at how things are, how do things come to be in consciousness? Uh, and my answer is through imagination. Imagination is the creative power in consciousness. Uh, 
you know, whenever something appears in your mind, you have imagined it. You have conjured it into being out of out of nothing. Uh, it you, you call on it and it is there. Uh, and so basically, how how do we imagine? How do we imagine? Um, basically, what I have found out is that everything within you in your imagination serves you. It is serving you. Even the most horrible, awful things, it is serving you. Uh, and what I mean by that is that these things are happening so that you can see what you're, what you are, basically. Like, what, what kind of creator are you? Uh, hold on, there's this loud, annoying thing going by. Uh, but basically, I'll, I'll share my, I guess, knowledge on the process of imagining. Uh, so basically, the I am is the, the cause. The awareness of being is the cause in, in consciousness. Just say, anytime you imagine anything, the cause of it is the I am which is the uh your sense of awareness your your knowing that you are uh your present tense feeling of being uh that is the cause of all things in your imagination and now what i mean by that is you are the i am you are the one that is imagining you're not the things that you are imagining you are the one imagining them um, and so basically you say, let's say I am happy. And then in your, in your imagination, you see, let's say a dog wagging its tail and, and sticking its tongue out or whatever. Um, so basically what happened is you conceived of yourself, this sense of awareness in you conceived of itself to be something which was happy. And in this case, the, the imagery that represents that feeling of happiness is a dog wagging its tail and sticking its tongue out. So basically it goes from what you, what you feel yourself to be is what is kind of reflected in in your imagination the things you are imagining are reflecting your feelings toward yourself towards the eye within you towards your own sense of awareness um and so basically that that dog in your imagination is only there because it's serving the i am it's serving you it's there just for you because you are this way right now. You are happy. Uh, it's there because you you feel that way. And, and that is your happiness expressed in an image. Uh, and, and basically, this is this is the process of creation. You you say, I am, 
and then you add whatever you'd like to it, whatever you want. I'm a millionaire. I'm happy. I'm successful. I am. You could even add horrible things. I am hated. I am feared. Whatever. And and if you feel those things, automatically you will imagine those things. You'll see them in your mind. And basically, what you're doing there is it that observer and the observed are coming together and creating this thing this this thing in imagination you are the observer the one experiencing all the things you are the the one that is taking in the experience i i guess um and that dog is the observed but you see within the mind within consciousness you can see that if you were not happy, that dog in your mind would not be there. If you were something else, there would be a different image in front of you. And if we can truly, fully, 100% believe that consciousness is the only reality, yes, even all of this that seems so outside of you is actually contained within consciousness, we have power. Because we realize that all of the things in our life are serving us. They are reflecting our true being. They are reflecting who and what we are conceiving of ourselves to be. The observer and the observed are one and inseparable. And so basically, you know, a lot of times what we do is... We have, like, let's say someone has a really shitty life and they, they see all these horrible tragedies. You know, I can tell you, not even bet on it, I can tell you for a fact that they imagine horrible, awful things all the time. And since the observer and the observed are one and inseparable, they have to experience those things. That is their reality. And it's created within, in consciousness. And it's produced and, and it comes to fruition on this screen of space. In, in this universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, and now you, it's, it's hard to explain, but you can see just how powerful this is. Uh, that the conceiver, which is the I am in you, the sense of awareness... Uh, and it's conceptions, which is what you imagine yourself to be or what you imagine others to be or what you imagine the world to be. Whatever you imagine, that is your conception. And you are inseparable from that. So if you conceive of yourself as being broke, you know, you're never going to be rich as long as you keep conceiving of yourself to be that. Uh as long as you are conscious of being poor, you will never, ever, ever, ever be rich. Uh, because this, there is nothing outside of you, basically. There is nothing outside of you. Because this whole thing takes place in consciousness. And so whatever you are in consciousness, whatever you're aware of being in your imagination, in your consciousness, that's what you are in this world. Because they're one and the same. 
Uh, and it, it, it's such a relieving thing uh, to honestly tell yourself that all things are happening for me. Everything serves me in my life. Uh, what I've learned from this, you know, I've accepted that even the things that I think are so, so awful, they're happening to show me how I'm using my creative power of imagination. Uh, they're, they're showing me, you know, what I've done, what kind of world I have created for myself. Um, and so, you know, even, even the most evil, wicked things that happen, you know, they, those things, I could tell you that they wouldn't happen to me because I don't entertain evil things in my mind. And since the observer and observed are one, I will never observe evil. You know, I might hear about it. I might, there might be hearsay, there might be all this and that, but I will never witness it. And I can bet you a billion dollars on that. Um, because I don't, I don't entertain thoughts of evil. I don't entertain those wicked thoughts that some of us do entertain. Uh, because I know better than that. I know that what I imagine will come to pass in my world. And, uh, you know, why would I do that to myself? Why would I... Why would I sit there and imagine somebody harming me or, or doing awful things to me when I can just as easily imagine being loved and accepted and, and the exact opposite of evil? Um, where was I going with this? Um, but basically, you know... All things are serving me, even even the things that really bug me and I really don't like. They're only there because I have conceived of myself to be a person that would encounter those things. I have conditioned myself. I've made the conditions right in my own mind for this thing to be in my life. Uh, so let's say... Let's say there's a lot of manipulating people in my world or something like that. Those people are only doing what what I command them to, really, in consciousness. Uh, you know, I may imagine myself to be... You know, I might imagine myself as being used by other people or, or taken advantage of. And, you know, not being able to trust anybody. Uh, and that happens in my world... And, you know, those people, they're not, they, you know, this is one of the, the things in the Bible. It says, uh, Father, please forgive them for they know not what they do. Uh, you know, those, everyone in relation to you is acting under compulsion of you. They're, they are acting out of, you know, they, in their life, they believe that they're making the decision on their own, but they wouldn't they wouldn't do it to me if i unless i imagined being treated that way you know you don't have to imagine imagine it 100% in detail of like who will do it or when it will happen or what circumstances whatever no 
if you feel that you are being manipulated or that you are, uh, you know, being stepped on or whatever, it's going to, that feeling will be expressed in your world. Just like, remember earlier, how I, how I explained the process of imagining. You, you conceive of yourself to be, let's say, happy. And in your mind's eye, you see a happy little dog, you know, happy to see you or whatever. Um, it's the same thing externally. Your, your entire world is your, the assumptions that you have made, that you have felt to be true, outpictured and externalized and materialized in your world, in this world of form, basically. The, this whole world is your feeling expressed. You know, I feel like I'm sitting in my van right now, and so I am. I feel like I'm doing this podcast, and so I am. I, I'm conceiving of myself to be all these things, and I believe in those conceptions, and so they are. Uh, and, and, you know, when you can see this, you can't be mad at anybody. You can't blame another person for how they are acting around you. Because I realize that that's just how powerful my energy is. You know, it influences everything around me. It, You know, why do you think some people have such shitty luck and some people have the most amazing luck in the universe? It's not because of genetics. It's not because of this or that or the other. It's because of what they imagine themselves to be. You know, I can tell you for, for an example, my mom, she has the worst luck of anyone I've ever known. And I can't even say it's luck anymore. I know that she just expects the worst and knows that horrible things are going to happen. And, you know, that's an example to me. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's a it's just very interesting because I, I know I know what she's doing, but she probably doesn't. And I tried to tell her that, but, you know, she, you know, a lot of people just can't come to believe it, that they would actually do this to themselves. You know, I don't feel bad for anybody in, in a bad position, really, because I know that they're only expressing what they're conscious of being. You know, I'm not going to sit there and sympathize with it or feel bad about it. I'm going to imagine that they are better off. And I'll trust that and believe it. And it works. It really does work. Um, but, you know, let's... I'll, I'll give an example. Like, before I even... Uh, before I even made this podcast or like earlier when I was sitting at the Planet Fitness parking lot, I was like, I became aware that, you know, these are not good conditions to make a podcast. And in my mind, I started to conceive of conditions that would be better. I I conceived of myself to be downtown making this podcast uh, in my van. And here I am. Uh and, you know, like in the last episode I was talking about, every time you take a step, you conceive of yourself doing it first. You see it in imagination. You imagine yourself doing it, and then it's executed. 
And it's just so natural and it's so smooth and flawless that, you know, we we can't believe it's that easy to have whatever we want. But, you know, it's it's really amazing, I guess, Uh, and freeing when you really start seeing it. And when when you start seeing that everything serves you again, you can't you can't see anything but love. You can't feel anything but, you know, I, I, I feel like royalty, like, like, a literally a son of God walking this earth. Uh, and you know, it's, it's very, it's very awesome, dude. It's very awesome because, you know, I've, I see it so fast too. Uh, when I start to conceive of myself to be something else, everything that happens after that conception is born within me, um, everything that happens after is, it contributes to that conception. Uh, and even, even the things that are kind of trying or frustrating they looking back those are the experiences i needed to go through to get to where i was in imagination you know that's it it truly is you always get whatever you need uh to sustain the concepts of who and what you are you know i conceive of myself as being human and so, you know, a human has a body, and so I have a human body. And it, anytime I, I need proof of that, it's there. Anytime I need proof of, of who and what I am, it's here in my world. Uh, the circumstances in my life really do only reflect the concepts I hold of myself. And again, this is just... The observer and the observed are one and inseparable. And so you, let's let's go to that example again with, with stepping. Because that one's really easy. Um, so, basically, you, you see this next step in your mind. And you, you become one with it. As soon as you see it in your mind, you, and you feel like, you're taking that step you become one with it It, feeling is the secret here you know that's one of neville goddard's greatest books is feeling is the secret in my opinion that's one of my favorite books by him but uh basically oh man why you gotta call me right now hold on i gotta i gotta text him and say i am doing a podcast Sorry about that, dudes. Uh, hold up, hold up. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, but basically, yeah, feeling is the secret here. So if I didn't feel like I was going to take that next step, like say, say something distracted me and I, I stopped, uh, in the middle of the road or whatever that I'm walking on. Uh, basically what happens is that feeling of taking another step stopped 
uh, stop flowing out of me into this world. Um, you know, feeling is kind of what unites you to what you've envisioned in your mind. Uh, feeling is basically like the the super glue between you and that mental image. Uh, and so, uh, so basically, you know, you feel like you're taking another step. You see it in your mind, and then it happens in this world. And you and your conceptions are one. Uh, whatever you, you feel natural about or feel, uh, I guess, connected to or whatever you feel in consciousness. You know, the thing is, like, you go to take that step and you can feel, you can feel yourself taking that step. And eventually, you, your foot lands exactly where you envisioned it to. Uh, so basically the, this, this feeling binds you to that image. And so this is why you want to, you know, regulate your, your states, your feelings, your, you want to become a master of your feelings. Uh, because basically how I see it is what you feel right now is what produces the, uh, the mental imagery and when you feel that to be true as in it it conforms to your concept of self your concept of who you are when when you feel when you feel that or i mean hold on i'm all over the place right now basically how i see it is that your self-concept like let's say i am happy again when you feel one with that concept when you feel that that concept is is true of you 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 will feel happy and then that feeling is kind of translated into an image and that's that's all that's needed that is literally all that's needed you created that concept and it will come into your world uh you will you you will encounter that dog that you had imagined um and it really just takes feeling you know feeling it doesn't have to just be emotional it can be uh sensational as well it could be uh you know feeling it with your hands or you know some type of unity with the object in consciousness uh so uh, I'll, I'll go back to one of one of my manifestations that really kind of like started to wake me up, I guess. Um, I did this tennis ball experiment, which I think was one of Neville Goddard's experiments where uh, you just imagine that you're holding a tennis ball and he says, can you feel it? And I did that and I focused for a second and I started to I, I felt the fuzziness and, you know, there was no tennis ball in my physical hand. It was all in imagination, in consciousness. Um, and I just, I felt it and I, I kind of fused with it and became one with it in that moment. Uh, I, I added reality to that situation, uh, by kind of, you know, cause we use our senses to, 
confirm reality. You know, a lot of times we say, oh, if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. If I can't hear it, it doesn't exist, whatever. Uh, Well, I felt this. So that right there is my confirmation that it is real. Because how could I feel something if it did not exist? Even if I can't see it, how can I feel it if it does not exist? And so basically what happened there is I... Became one with that reality. I became one with that concept. I put myself in a position where I was holding a tennis ball. And about two days later, I ended up holding a tennis ball in the same exact hand that I imagined. Uh, and actually, my one friend did the same thing with me. And he he was with me when we, we grabbed the tennis ball for real. Um, and so... What this what this has led me to understand is that this world that seems so external to us is really just kind of a shadow. It's a a shadow or a reflection of what we do in consciousness and what we feel as reality. Uh, and so, you know, all these mental arguments you have with people all the time... You are creating those. You are creating those circumstances in your life. Uh, you're you're giving reality to those things. Uh, you know, just think. There's so many times I know in my experience I've had mental arguments with people, and uh, I react to it. I react and get all angry and pissed off and. Uh, you know, my blood starts to boil and like I tense up and every, you know, I have a full reaction to what is happening that nobody else can see. And of course, that would happen later on. And I just think it was random. But now I understand that, you know, anytime that you kind of you identify with a mental image and you start to feel you feel the reality of it. You feel how you would feel if it were happening. You know, in your body, in your emotions, in your uh, in your fingers, sensations or whatever, your feelers. Uh, you might hear it. You might see it or taste it or smell it. All in imagination. And uh, basically what that's doing is you are crediting that thing with reality. So in your in your consciousness, you have observed that thing, and you have predetermined what you will observe here, because the observer and the observed are one. Um, I hope this is making sense. You know this. Uh, it was a lot clearer in my in my head, but um, you know these things are just so hard to put into words sometimes, but. Um, the one thing I really want you to take away from this episode is that, um, again, the observer and the observed are one. The conceiver and its conceptions are one. And basically, what you have to understand is that, think of your imagination as a mirror. It's a mirror of you. Uh, so... 
you know, if you're imagining awful, horrible things, don't try to change what you're imagining, but change how you are feeling about yourself. You know, start, if you, if there's a lot of people arguing with you, uh, and you, you feel hated or whatever, uh, go to the opposite, you know, start with the I am and say, I am loved and just kind of, you know, forget everything outside of you, forget everything that's happened before or what will happen in the future, just, but just be there with that concept right now of I am loved. How would you feel if it were true? And as you start to feel that way, the images in your mind will conform to you. They will reflect that change that you have made in yourself. And so basically what you are seeing is that these things you imagine are made out of you. They're made out of yourself. And if this is true in consciousness, and consciousness is the only reality, well then, isn't everything in my physical, external world me? Isn't it myself? And, uh, you know, this is, this is very interesting. Uh, basically, what I've come to the conclusion of is that I am the sense of awareness, and that sense of awareness is omnipresent. It is everywhere, all at once, right now. You know, you could go to, like, I, I personally believe that it is the empty space that is literally everywhere. If you look, if you go and look at something under a microscope, it's about 99% empty space. I believe that that is the awareness. It is literally nothing. But it, that, that nothing is what allows everything to be. You know, you can look at this world or this entire universe really as dualistic in nature. Nothing implies that everything exists. Black implies that white exists. Up implies that down exists. Left and right, they're all two sides of one coin. And with without the front of the coin, there is no back of the coin. And so without this nothingness, there can't be everything. Uh, and, and when when you really, when I feel that, I feel this massive sense of expansion, like I'm as big as the entire universe. Uh, and I realize that the thing in me that I call I is the exact same I in all living things in the universe. I Like this, this may be getting deep, but again, this is just what I've come to the conclusion of. And I cannot, you know, I can't turn back. Uh, you know, once I once you see it, and you can kind of see how it works like that, well, then you just can't turn back. And, and once you see results of it in your life, you you can't look at it any other way. Uh, basically, just think of it. You know, this this nothingness conceives of itself to be something. And that thing starts coming into being. 
in this in this universe. Uh, and it's it's amazing, you know. It makes me it makes me just feel unlimited, infinite. You know, untouchable, invincible. I, I 100% believe that I cannot die. My body, it can, it, you know, I'll take it off one day, but I still live on. I will still live on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. I didn't begin and I don't end. I just am. Uh, and you are too. And we're all God. You know, you can conceive of yourself to be anything, but will you believe it? Will you believe that that is actually you? Uh, you know, it's just as easy as taking a step. You know, you you imagine you conceive of yourself taking another step and you fully believe that, yeah, that's me. You identify with it to the to the ultimate degree. And if you stopped identifying with it, guess what? You would, your step would stop midair until you choose to do something else. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's beautiful, dude. It's beautiful. Uh, I, I can't even explain all of the... Uh, I really wish I could just fucking put my mind on a flash drive for so you guys could kind of get more clearly what I'm what I'm trying to talk about but uh you know what cuz when you think about it you know honestly my in my view uh the word god literally just means something that is above all concepts and that's what the i am is within you because again you are not the concept itself. Rather, you are the creator of it. And as the creator of it, you're always greater. That You could literally, you know, imagine you're, you could be the most successful, like, you could literally just be a living fucking god. And you're still greater than that. Because everything about that God you created. And as the creator of that God, you can create something even greater, something even better. And so basically what what I've come to realize is that I am the infinite trying to define itself. And, you know, I, I'll, it's a never-ending uh journey because there is no you can't box in the uh the infinite you can't define it you can't def like again like i said earlier how i believe that uh the the nothingness that is everywhere uh i believe that is the sense of awareness you know i can't even say that because nothing is a concept. And I created that concept in my mind. The concept of nothing cannot exist without me. You know, all of these concepts that you have, they cannot exist unless you are with them. 
so this is, you know, I guess when it comes down to it, uh, you know, really the main message here is to create a vision and just believe, just believe and it'll come to pass. It'll come into being, uh, and, and what you'll realize is that, uh, everything is created out of nothing, it, you know, light comes out of darkness, Not, everything comes out of nothing, you know, all, all of that, uh, you know, and you'll, you'll just start to realize that you're God, you're literally God, uh, you know, you can call it whatever you want, call it crazy, call it unbelievable, whatever, but it's true, every single one of us, every single ear that's listening to this, the, the I within you is God, and the imagination is the creative power of God, and this entire universe exists in consciousness, uh, you know, there's nothing outside of consciousness. You know, you may see somebody and then leave and go to a different, you know, building or whatever. But you can still see them all the time in consciousness through your imagination. And so in, in consciousness, in imagination, all things are eternal. All things exist forever and ever and ever and ever and this world of form uh you know it's a world of of death and decay really uh it's these these images the these uh things that exist in consciousness they're making an appearance and returning back to imagination uh i you know it's up to you if you want to believe believe it. It's up to you if you want to even listen to what I'm saying. I don't really care because I'm just speaking from my experience. Uh, what I have found to be 100% fact in my life. Uh, and it's, you know, there's results. You know, that you can test this theory. You know, just ask yourself, well... If consciousness is the only reality and imagination creates reality in consciousness, well then, can I create something in my life? And just start with something small. Start with something very simple that you you don't really have any resistance toward, you know? Try doing a bracelet or a pencil or something specific or even just try it with your traffic lights, you know, see, see, you know, what I notice is that every time I'm coming up to a green light, and I imagine it to be yellow, and I kind of get anxious, it turns yellow, you know, do something like that, test yourself, test, test yourself and see if this is true, and it will teach you so much more than I could ever teach you, you know, your own personal experience is the best teacher you have. Uh, because, you know, truth truth is acquired through experience. Knowledge is acquired through experience. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I I hope that this episode was somewhat clear. I know it was probably a little confusing at parts or whatever, but um, yeah, everything is happening for you in your life. You don't have to worry about anyone or anything else but yourself, really. Uh, you know, the rest of it will just take care of itself as you take care of yourself. Because what you're observing is a product of you. And so the people in your life that are suffering, you know, if you're observing that suffering, well, then you cause it in relation to you through your assumptions and your beliefs and what you imagine about those other people. Uh, you know, basically think of it, every, every person is different around every other person. And so I have my own version of you, but the next guy has a different version of you. And who created that version of you? You know, in, in my world, I create my version of you. And it, you create your version of me. And we're in harmony together. Uh, but I don't know. I guess that's all I wanted to say for the day. Uh, I hope you got something from it. But anyway, until next time, I got the uh, Reddit page up still. R slash Conscious Creation Club. I got my TikTok going. Uh, Silly Dilly 64. I've got... Uh, Instagram, Dylan Denio, Facebook, Dylan Denio, Snapchat, Dilly D6423. Uh, yeah, but until next time, I hope you have a good time and peace.